You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. It's Locked On Hornets, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free. We're available on all platforms. That includes YouTube, by the way. You can follow us on Twitter at Walker Mail, Doug on Twitter at Doug Branson, LOH, and the show handle on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Also, our guest, David, got to get his Twitter handle in there too, David B. Walker. David, I mean, the text messages, the takes, the topics, they are oozing out of your pores. <laughs> he was thirsty. You are thirsty to talk about not only just the Charlotte Hornets, but everything NBA. How are you doing? And I'm just happy that we can provide you the platform to do so. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I appreciate it. You know, some of those were a bit off, uh, you know, off the cuff, shot from the hip. <laughs> but uh, I mean, let's do it. Let's rip through it. I gave you what, 35? So I mean, it was 45 seconds each. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's right. You you gave us you gave us quite a bit. In fact, uh, I copied and pasted your text into the rundown that we have that wow. Doug and I share. Official. And yeah, well, and I mean, there's quite a bit of lines. Let's just say I had to scroll down <laughs> to fit it all into well, one page. Yeah, I mean, you guys tweeted it out, like I said, so that made it official. So now the it people want to know, I mean, what were the thoughts? What were the ideas? Yeah, they, they were. So let's go to the first one. And then it kind of inspired me to look through some more fake trades for some other player yeah. candidates out there. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit. But this was the first part. I kind of want to break this show into different parts of David's text. Mm -hmm. And I want to read the first one. Random topics. If you guys don't have anything better, or even if you do trades to trade, we don't, we absolutely don't Clearly. trades, trades to move off money, dot, dot, dot. Would you trade for Zion? Question mark, question mark. Yes. Um, Yes, I think I would trade for Zion. I think that is something that would entice me. Do we I think it's, I think I think he's in a weird I think he's in a weird situation in New Orleans. I think a change of scenery is just what he needs. It'd be the perfect cure. He well, definitely but, does not want to be there. I mean, that looks no. clear to me. Charlotte's way better than New Orleans. I'll put it on. I'll put it on the record. Well, yeah. Let, let's explore this more <laughs> before we play. Okay, fair enough. Let's explore that's this. A, more that's not a popular on. opinion, by the way. Yeah, I know. I I know that you are not oozing a hot take yourself. We don't need to get the hot take machine out. I don't even know if we have access to the hot take machine. Is that we thing don't. at your house, Doug? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. You think you can put that on an airplane? You think it would literally melt through the bottom of the airplane? That's fall not into FAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmer yeah. Dave's barn somewhere. The sky marshals are Iowa. not going to let that. What, what this thing is, is radioactive. There is is all this right. it's like you know how heat will make the will make whatever you're looking at kind of melty all around it your whole bag is melty and no how do you, you how do you that. think you remember when we were growing up all those stories of like cow mutilations and alien how do you think those cows were mutilated it was because hot take machines were dropping out of the sky and burning through them <laughs> yeah you got that on area 51 and decided to bring it back to nashville somehow we won't ask questions how you got it back but trading for zion like I just wonder if the Charlotte Hornets are, are they big game fishing? You know, Doug, I know you've kind of wanted them to do that. You've said, let's forget about some of these other deals that are just to move off money. Russell Westbrook, he's a big fish, but like, he's the one you kind of just want to leave in the pond and let live for the range uh, for the, for the, the remainder of his career. Well, we like, should, we, we should stop and mention that, you know, all of this yeah. talk that we've had about Russell Westbrook, it seems that whatever team, uh, acquires him, will look to waive him according to some of the reports that I've seen. So, right. you know, even if the Charlotte Hornets did get Russell, it would be simply a move to get off some money. And and I'm not sure how the specifics of that would work. 
Um, but I would certainly be f- in favor of that kind of move for Russell as opposed to one that paired him in the backcourt yeah. with Lamella Ball. It's a, yeah. it's a whole new ball game. And David, I know you kind of read that too from Mark Stein, who's been all over this as much as anybody, that Russ, yeah, Russell Westbrook might be the guy the Charlotte Hornets are looking for only to create some cap flexibility. And I'm not sure how that would eat into it when they buy him out, you know, they trade for him, they buy him out, they presumably get rid of Gordon Hayward in that deal. Not exactly sure if Terry Rozier would be included yeah. with some salary filler here and there. I don't know. But that that would make it palatable, and you're talking about a whole different ball game if we're talking about Russell not playing on the court alongside Lamelo next year. Yeah, and then guys, you mentioned Terry being thrown in there, and my thought was you still got to have somebody to play, right? Like if you ship out Hayward and Rozier, and you bring Russell in, and you and he's gone immediately. Well, yeah. now now what are we gonna do, right? So. You got to find someone else to play. You got to find someone else to make shots. Russell would not have made any shots, uh, but uh, Terry, Terry certainly makes shots every once in a while. And and Hayward went healthy. You know, he makes shots as well. So there's just a lot that goes into that one, right? There's a lot to figure out from the Russell Westbrook standpoint. It it, it solves one problem, uh, but it kind of creates some more holes there. So that's what just got me thinking. And, and, and and they've got to get creative. They've got to find that guy who's maybe just, uh, you know, uh, fed up with the situation or ready to move on or disgruntled and who you know is good and, and zion checks a lot of those boxes it's it's the health with him it's keeping him happy uh you know a, a fit with with Lamelo and zion i mean that would be tempting and and I, and lastly i just wanted to get this generating i want this floating around twitter i want someone to to get this in the rumor mill and then then we will claim it as starting here so i mean that's the real goal right. of this whole thing and we we certainly would acquire some more ESPN games in that kind of situation. I mean, you oh, could not boy. you could not deny the Charlotte Hornets chances to be on ESPN and TNT at that point. As long as Zion's playing, I mean, even Lamelo is getting all of the ESPN games. And so add a big name, th- add a big name coach to that trio, right? Yeah, who's the big coach out there? Hey, let's just let's just you know what get Mark just, Jackson. I'm telling you, we're moving and, to topic yeah. to topic. Now we're going to coaches. <laughs> yeah. David, what are your thoughts? So we got a, we got an opening, obviously. Have we gotten your thoughts on the Borrego firing at all? Oh, yeah. Remember, I don't know if you remember, Doug, we did uh, two pods last Friday, and uh, on the second <laughs> oh, yeah, one, it was right. all Borrego. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, number one, I have a baby. Number two, I've been away from the baby for a few days, which is making me all kinds of feelings. Yeah. And, and then also, I, w- I was up until... Uh, probably midnight covering the NFL draft. That thing moves. How does it move a mile Holy a minute? And yet still lasts Lord. until midnight. I don't know. Are you in uh, Dallas, Doug? Are you still in Dallas? I'm in the big D I'm in okay, Dallas. So, baby. so <laughs> you're away from the kids. So you actually probably slept the best you have. In, in, but in it's not, it's, it's not good sleep. That's the okay. thing. When you're, uh, when I've been away from the, from the kiddo, it hasn't been good sleep because I've been on these work trips and work trips are just, they're not. Uh, they're not all they're cracked up. Yeah. To be. I just say that. I mean, I, I know <laughs> are they cracked and, and, up to be a lot in the first place. I, guess I don't some know. Some of them are. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what they're cracked up to be, but they're not cracked. They're not what they're cracked up to be. I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, I now we've done great work, and I've enjoyed the work. I, yeah, I'm on lockdown right now. <laughs> Got to be careful here. Easy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, it's a lot of work. Um, so it's not a lot of it's not a lot of play time, not a lot of fun time. It's a lot of work time, and I'm. Uh, you can tell it right here. You can see this was this was picks one through fifteen. This little uh, <laughs> thing under my eye here, and this uh, little bag under my eye here was picks fifteen through. How many teams are in the NFL? Sixteen I the through NBA. thirty-two is that? Yeah, all right, thirty-two. That's, that's right. For. 
That's okay. uh, that's bag number two right there. All right. Doug is tired and David has to leave here soon. So let's go ahead and get to the next segment. Doug, you take care of yourself, David. Coaching thoughts. Get, next segment. Let's go. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to get through David's text. But first, I want to talk about Built Bar. I'm not going to go with the whole graphic thing. I don't know exactly what we're capable of with you and Dallas and you having those bags under your eyes. So we're just going to roll into the next segment. Summer's coming. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. What's perfect for that are Built Bars. The best part about Built Bars is that they're healthy healthy and they're delicious. They're covered in hundred percent real chocolate. The OG flavors are phenomenal. The limited time flavors are great. Like banana cream pie. They even have churro flavors that are great. They really only get up to about 140 calories max. You can sign me up for that any day of the week. Just go to built.com use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com plenty more topics maybe more fake trades coaching decisions we'll talk about that next on the locked on hornets podcast this is locked on hornets and would you, what, what i have liked to see a few more shards shards no i would not it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast all right looking at the next uh couple of bullet points in David's yeah. text. One thing we can maybe move through slides, quickly. Not slides sure. 19 the, yeah. through 42. <laughs> That's right. And his um, PowerPoint presentation. This yeah, is the new ideas. And this is no, we did. This is no. The, this, okay. All right, okay. Look, I'm just, we, I, are, I don't think anyone asked you. These were, <laughs> these were un- they were unprompted, but I, still, I love them. I mean, they're yeah, all but great Doug, ideas. But Doug, I, I want him to continue to give us these. And now that he's like, well, all right, if they didn't ask, I won't provide them. No, please provide them still. I have to apologize. I have to apologize real okay, quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, I don't know if you can hear it, but my mm-hmm. hotel room has uh, the loudest air conditioning system. <laughs> and the Ooh, vent that's good, is though. huge. That's I mean, good. it's crazy. Is it, is it really cold in there? I mean, have you uh, changed no. the temperature enough? I because cha- just, I changed, okay. I changed the temp. I, ru- I run a little, I run a little cool. So you would I, think, I, yeah. not. crank well, it down. You would think hotels would want to save more energy, but how come every hotel room I walk into, they just want to blast the the cold air coming no, into the room? It's all about I, no. Most people, most people like that. I, I I run against the grain there. I like it a little. I like it a little toasty in my hotel room. Yeah, I think most people like to keep it cool. That that's it true. It just still feels freezing. Here's the <laughs> next bullet point. Those. There's a movie coming from Matt Damon and Ben Affleck playing Sonny and Phil and their pursuit and their pursuit of Michael Jordan. Is that going to be a good movie? Does this look like a good sports movie or a bad sports movie? And we're still going to watch it anyway. Sonny and Phil are who? For those, uh, Sonny Vaccaro, Sonny Vaccaro, which is a legendary, you know, uh, shoe guy, uh, brought MJ over to Nike, th- then then went over to Adidas, kind of created the whole Adidas, uh, the, the camps, the sneaker camps. Basically, the way the sneaker industry is set up today was kind of like a lot of that fell under Sonny Vaccaro, and then Phil Knight, of course, uh, who was you know Nike and is Nike's main guy. So the, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Uh, creating a movie about basically Sonny Vaccaro's pursuit of Michael Jordan uh, and and him convincing Nike to give all of their money uh, to to MJ instead of kind of spread it around amongst some other younger stars. That's the key thing about this, Doug. Okay, now listen, MJ, as I read it, is being presented as more of a overall shadowy figure i don't even think we'll get a look at mj we oh, may get a look a, at his back 
kind of a Steinbrenner Seinfeld situation. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to hear mumbling in the background and it's just going to be Michael Jordan, but we actually ne never see him. That yeah. might be something that we I mean, see. that's the plan right now. So I don't know if we'll see a Dean Smith. I don't know if we'll see a, you, you know, uh, MJ's dad, a, a Dolores Jordan. You know, she was certainly uh, key. The, the parents were key and, and, and MJ getting a Nike. So I don't know what we'll see, guys. Matt Damon, if you now just Google Sonny Vaccaro. Uh, I was about I don't to know say. what they're I don't know what they're going to do to Matt Damon, <laughs> but they've got some they've got some prosthetics. Uh, I, I mean, gonna Sonny, he's going to need some time in the chair. Sonny Vaccaro was old even then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was born old. I'm pretty yeah, sure I, I, he's Matt never Damon, looked like Matt Damon. No, there's never been a moment in Sonny Vaccaro's life that he's looked like Matt Damon. I, you're right. I have no that's going to be a great character transformation if they are able to make him accurately look like Sonny Vaccaro. All right. We hey, I got, I got an idea. Go if they do decide to if they do decide to show Jordan, how about Michael B. Jordan as well, Michael Jordan? That's that's the answer I was thinking, too. Like, it would just be easy. You don't even have to change the namesake. And it it would make too much sense. Who to plays Dean? That's like another good question. Who plays I Dean know. Smith? So there are, you know, right now there's a lot of talk about winning time, this Lakers show, and everyone's complaining about it. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. But there was a horrible Michael Jordan movie. It wasn't like a Lifetime. It wasn't on Lifetime, but it's, it's, it's awful. I can't remember what it's called. It's basically called like Mike, the legend of Michael Jordan, something awful, but, uh, the, but, uh, but the, the two kids, two actors that play Dean and, 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 uh, and um, Phil Jackson in that movie are, they should be suing. They, they should have sued uh, Dean and Phil Jackson should have sued whoever made this movie. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest pieces of garbage I've ever seen, but I'd watch it right. I'd watch it right now again today. I mean, that's, that's how much that's, I love these basketball stories. That's how it goes. The sports movies as a general are not very good. And yet we're still going to watch them anyway. Hey, listen, whoever, whoever played Michael Jordan in space jam, like nailed it. He did a really <laughs> good job. If they got LeBron to play Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play it well enough. Michael no. could have played LeBron way better than LeBron could have played Michael. Can I just tell you guys, this show has been incredibly hard to drive. I just want to okay. tell you guys that right now. It's been I amazing. Well, we're the kids and we're the kids in the back. You've got the yeah. little monitors in the back of the seat, but we're not watching them. We're just like, where are, are yeah. we there yet? Yeah. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You and Bart, you are Bart and Lisa asking if we can go to Mount Splashmore every single time. And I'm telling you, we can go there. If you just let me drive the car. I'm Mount barely Spl awake. Yeah, I know this you is are me barely awake. Doug, can you just fire off coaching takes, David? That that's my drive mm. right there. We are at the destination. Coaching takes, David. We'll start with you. And his we'll drive, his driving the car was Doug. Can you fire off <laughs> coaching take takes? That's it, David. Doug, that's he just it. put both wheel. names sandwiched. <laughs> take the wheel, Doug. Go, David. Uh, yes, uh, I'm out on Quinn Snyder. Uh, I'm out on everything jazz. I'm out on Gobert. Uh, I'm out on Utah Ow. after that performance last night. I think Charlie Glenn, Parker, I, all of it, Ow. all jazz <laughs> done. New Orleans, you too. You're out. Ow. Um, except for you, Zion. You're in. <laughs> now you're um, like Homer Simpson in the Simpsons when he cut all the uh, kids from his football team. You're cut. You're, you're cut. cut. You're cut. <laughs> uh, but 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 I think Quinn has been, kind of been in the hopper a little bit. He's under contract another year. Then he's got a, a coach's option ex for an extension the year after that. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Up. It doesn't sound like the Jazz. No, it doesn't sound like the Jazz are planning to move on. I think ah, it's. Okay, in, that's what they say. It's in Quinn's court, is what it sounds like to me, Doug. Whether he would like to move on. Um, he's out. 
And I don't know. I don't know. I heard Brian Scalabrini on oh, NBA okay, radio well. this morning. And he said, there's he said, there's no way Danny Ainge. All right. Let's go. Of Quinn. Hold Snyder. on to that take. We'll see. He knows, he knows, <laughs> he knows Ainge better than I. Scalabrini, um, get out of here. <laughs> oh, no, listen, no, not even Danny Ainge knows what Danny Ainge is going to do. We all know that. Like nobody knows what Danny Ainge not, is going to do. How he looked, he looked very confused last night. So he was trying to figure some stuff out. Danny Ainge will tell you what he's almost going to do in hindsight. Right, that's what or almost did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what he told. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what Ainge told Scalabrini. He said, "I'm almost well." How do you like that fit? Okay, him. so let's say he's let's say he does leave or whatever, decides to go do something else. Do you like that fit? Because the only defense I saw worse than the Jazz uh, was the Hornets this year. But if they they haven't always been bad. I mean this no. this particular year they they really they struggle. But I think to me the Quinn Snyder situation is is very reminiscent of the Steve Clifford situation. Like time has run out, the message is worn thin. The 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 player some of the players are ready for a change of scenery and and I think a shakeup is in order and that's why I call BS on whatever age is saying. I well, think I, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, saying I think Quinn Snyder's out. out. Yeah, with the Quinn Snyder stuff and I know this is a Sam Amick article I think you read uh David if I'm not yeah. mistaken on Quinn and whether it's his shot on whether he wants to leave or the Jazz's call on whether he wants to, uh, whether they're going to get rid of him but as far as the Jazz situation goes it seems like it's Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert clearly their best two players their relationship has been torn almost ever since Rudy Gobert got covid and then Donovan Mitchell caught it from Rudy Gobert because Rudy is Everyone out here did. being reckless cover you know touching all of the microphones as david is you know doug isn't actually playing the piano he's touching all (laughs) the microphones so that's what rudy gobert was doing donovan got pissed off because of his recklessness with it and i I feel like there's always been a rift between them and so i don't know what quinn's relationship (laughs) is with donovan i don't know what it is with uh rudy gobert i don't know if you read that rudy rudy i like you as a person i like you as a person but you you kicked off a worldwide pandemic and i really i just can't get over that i just can't get over that it's really tough i understand donovan was there any mention of that david or was there because that's to me like i like the system you know i think a lot of the the defensive woes were personnel based and you know obviously rudy gobert can hide a lot of those flaws and that's exactly what they try to do playoffs right gets played off the floor in some instances. I I get that whole argument, but you'll still take Rudy as somebody that you can bring in for the regular season. And then you can go to a small ball lineup. Like you just need a little, you just need better options. You know, if you, if you have better defenders than, you know, some of the other players that the jazz had, then yeah, like, there you go. Maybe you can get by. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, their they're perimeter guys basically either gave up or, or are too old, I guess, in Mike Conley's uh, case to, to stay in front of guys or whatever, whatever reason. They, they were trying to funnel, right, everyone to go bare. And just in these playoffs, it just left all these corner threes, all these threes open. So they were getting drilled. It wasn't a good look. It hasn't been a good look for anybody uh, on the Jazz. I think I'm also out on go bare now, guys. I, wow. I can't, ridiculous. I can't, I can't, ridiculous person. I, I can't go in. I can't pay that much money. Uh, that's my, for someone that's just going to get, yeah, that it's, it's too much money at this point. There's nothing he gives you on the offensive end. I think he would give you more, obviously playing with LaMelo. Uh, he gets some easy, easy looks, but it's gotta be, 
it's got to be very easy for him to just go up and dunk it. Like he's not giving you anything else. You certainly can't throw it to him inside. So for that much money it makes it harder. And now real quickly, I, I do think that might actually be a fault of Quinn Snyder. Like overall, I like the system. I yes. do think that Rudy Gobert could be used a lot more offensively. And I think a lot of that has to do with Donovan kind of going ISO taking yes. over really playing yeah. a lot through him. You know, you also have some other guys you're trying to exercise like Mike Conley, Joe Ingles. Right. So when you talk about those players, Rudy kind of gets, the to be the odd man out offensively he could be valuable ultimately I'm with you it's not that Rudy's a bad player and if the Hornets made this trade then it would be a okay this kind of sucks because it's a lot of money but the product on the floor is going to be night and day considering what we had on defense and what we had as far as rim protection Doug you want to finish the thoughts on I will not I will not be like oh this sucks I will not care (laughs) a one number one a and number one uh, it's not, <laughs> it's not my money. I don't care how much money it is. Number oh, two, oh, God. B, it's someone's B. money. There are rules. There are, this is a society, Doug. There are rules. I don't care. B, that's a great place to spend your money on a player that, you know, has a potential to win defensive player of the year, literally every season. I would have seen the thing is ever won anyone, Doug. The, oh, the, thi- the thing is, it's all perspective, right? We watch what Utah went through in this series and we go, wow, we, well, why would we want that disappointment? But, that, but that's like year three or four for them. That like time has run out on that particular organization of coach scheme and players. But I would die. I would die for the Hornets to to go through four years of whatever the Jazz have been through instead of four more years of what oh, we've yeah. been through as number Hornets one seed. Fans. Number one like, seed. So, last year. so if they bring Rudy, if they find a way to get Rudy Gobert here, I will run through the halls screaming with some amount of clothes on. So here's the thing. I don't think you need to take any clothes off. I don't think you need to die to try to go through said, a so, Jazz. Yeah, so amount There's of clothes on. It will be. Yeah. I would say I put the over under at. I'd say, honestly, I put the over under at one. I, what I'm telling you is that you don't need to take any Piece clothes of off or die. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the thing yes, we've seen this jazz project. Also, it has, you're right. Year three, four, five, whatever. And that was when Gobert was fan. that many years younger. Yeah. That that's my whole point. I, I'm I would not. Fan. Now I would say I would not do Quinn Snyder and Rudy Gobert. Like I yeah, would not make that's Quinn. The too coach. Much, that's too much jazz. I that's would also not jazz. make Frank <laughs> Vogel and Russell. Wett. There are a couple of player coach combinations. I would not explore. I would not explore Vogel. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I would not explore uh I would not explore Quinn Snyder, Rudy Gobert. Okay. Let me ask you this, because I know we got to jump. Is is are, is is Charlotte the perfect landing spot for Rudy Gobert? Yes. Okay. Probably. Charlotte yeah. has been center needy for a long time. So it would make a lot of sense. David, you have to go, correct? You cannot yeah. stick around for another segment. We only All got right. through about seven uh, percent of my thoughts. Uh we, my points, yeah. we'll 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 kick him for the rest of the summer. <laughs> okay. That's seven percent of David's thoughts. Thanks again to David Walk for joining us here on the Locked On Hornets podcast. All right. We are a lot closer to my face. And as I am speaking directly in front of your face, I want to talk to you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports. Sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs 
esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action bet online where the game starts. Also want to give a shout out to Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? You don't have to do that anymore. Save time and money. When using Rock Auto, they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. They even have new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck, right? Locked on and their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right. I want to talk about maybe one center target, more fake trades, and maybe Chad and I just talk and draft too. Draft. Yes. Lots of topics. Me and Doug maybe talk about David's text coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. My uh, my fourth cousin twice removed is Gary Busey, who is considered one of the greatest American actors of all time. So Are I'm we totally, doing this? I've, I've got one to contribute. I, I, I don't I, I was I was completely alive. But. God, man, I fell for it. I really thought <laughs> he's just such a random name to bring up. <laughs> I thought Gary Busey was going to be it. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. As it has been so often this regular season, this offseason, we're going to continue to talk about it. The center position, I mean, it has been a topic for so long. I'm, I'm about, ready for it to be. I'm ready for it I know. to not be a topic. Anymore. I know. I know. I know you are. That's Rudy, why you, you asked me, like, why I'd be so excited about Rudy Gobert. That's exactly why. Because I'm done. I would I would much rather move on to some other interesting topics. And And honestly, they have other needs. This team has yeah. other needs than center, but but that's the one that you can't get away from and that they haven't addressed. Yeah, and I want to talk about uh, maybe another trade that you could make and maybe get off some salary. But like the center stuff, you know, I know you want to swing for a big time player. That's more generally speaking, just get a star. Doesn't have to be at center. You're you're not putting that limit on it. But we also kind of go to a Rudy Gobert, or even on a minor scale, your fringe all-star in Miles Turner, your fringe defensive player of the year, which if you're a top five guy, then that's more than just fringe. That's an elite kind of guy. But can you go bargain shopping again if you get it right? You know, like if you can go, let's say like a one example here. When you look at the free agent centers, Doug, I was taking a look at some of the guys that would be available for Charlotte. You know, Mitchell Robinson has always been somebody that's been tossed out there. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson has been really interesting. He fouls all the time, but still, he's a really good defender. And so that would be somebody of note. But also, you know, one guy that I feel like is on everybody's underground wish list, Isaiah Hartenstein for the Clippers. There's somebody that can stretch the floor a little bit. When you talk about what he's been able to do defensively, a lot of people value that as well. Everything that he's done, you look at this article on um, Bleacher Report, kind of talking about some of the better center options in free agency. You know, Boy, this is James what Plowright, I think, put that together. Um, no, that was, no that was, Bleacher no, Report. He, no, he, he went did, to he Sports Illustrated. Stuff. Yeah, he did some stuff for Sports Illustrated. You should go check that out as well. Yeah, you should. Yeah, just a random shout out to James Plowright. No, no, he did. He, I think Plowright put together some some free agent rankings that are on that are on Sports Illustrated. All right, maybe we can talk about that next episode. James, 
Hopefully you're doing well. Shout out Holler. to you. All right. <laughs> Holler at you. Being a year, this is the the write-up in Bleacher Report. Being a year younger isn't a huge deal for Isaiah Hardenstein, but it's something. What's more important is Isaiah Hardenstein's super mobility on the perimeter, more vertically explosive game, and also has a crafty passing out of rolls to the rim. All of that translated to a top 20 box plus minus averages of 17 points, 10 rebounds, almost five assists over two blocks, one and a half steals per 75 possessions and a 66% uh, percent true shooting percentage. I mean, those numbers are outstanding God. and somebody, yeah, it is. And you could probably get him a little bit cheaper. Now it doesn't mean that nobody knows about him. You know, the NBA team certainly are going to read into those numbers, but is there a way that you could bring him in? Like, I, I just wonder is, is, is that going to be a player that doesn't satisfy the itch of fans in the moment, but then maybe we come back to realize, hey, pretty shrewd move by whatever the front office is at that time. It could, it could possibly be. I mean, I love all of those numbers you just threw in my face, those stats you just launched into my grill there. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, you know, it w- but it wouldn't excite anyone. I mean, you right. know, so, yeah, and I think they always have to balance that, you know, the basketball need to put a winning product on the floor, but also they've got to, you know, they, there is a desire to sell tickets, and Isaiah Hartenstein is not selling any tickets. Uh, so there might have to be some other consideration at some other position. Um, but maybe with LaMelo Ball there, maybe you take some of those considerations away because he's always going to be Ball – well, not always. It just depends on what name they bring in uh, because Ball, you know, Ball sold the, what, the 14th most NBA jerseys in the league, though. So, I mean, you know, he already has that sort of name draw popularity, but they got to put a winning product on the floor. So, I'm with you. Isaiah Hartz, I don't care. You know, just bring the stats uh, and, and bring the rim protection. That's all I care. I would Rudy Gobert, Isaiah Hardenstein, I don't care. Yeah, well, and that that's just the thing, too. Like, when you sign Miles Bridges – you are going to be extremely limited to the point where you can't really do anything else. You know, when you talk about all this money tied up, remember you still have the dead cap for Nick Batum. That's going to come off after this season, I believe finally, right. We can finally get rid of that. And you also are. So Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, we're going to see how those guys, you know, exit the franchise. If Terry is even somebody they want to, we don't even know that we do. We, we do know that the Charlotte Hornets are going to explore Gordon Hayward a lot more. Terry is just kind of the wild card. Maybe throw him in because he's got more value really because of his availability. But I don't know if that's going to be something they actually do. And it, so it, let's say you don't pull off, you know, one of the moves that frees your cap flexibility a little more. So are there ways to where you can land a Hartenstein or a Mitchell Robinson or somebody like that? And, you know, or do you take a risk and believe that there's somebody in the draft, like a Mark Williams well, or a Jalen Duran who can immediately come in and solve your problems. I hope they don't do that because I think that's such a risky thing to expect, um, you know, a, a rookie center to come in and defense is, is the toughest transit, even players who are, are really good defensive players. It's the toughest transition to make coming into the NBA for these young guys. And so it's just a completely different, uh, different deal going from college to the NBA on the defensive end of the floor. So I hope they don't take that risk, even though they have several center prospects that, that will, that should be, you know, I mean, we're pretty early in this, you know, we're, we've been doing this, these draft Sims, right. And we, uh, the Hornets are around that, you know, the, the 13th pick and the 15th pick, that's most likely where they're going to be. And some of these names like Mark Williams and and Jalen Duran are, are are hanging around those spots, but a lot can change 
you know, between now and the draft. We just don't know. Like, Mark, this happens to me every year. I fall in love with a, with a player, and that player, you know, shoots up the draft board, you know, several weeks before it's all said and done. So Mark Williams may be that player. I think Duran might already be out of out of reach, and so yeah. the Hornets would have to figure something out if they really wanted to go after go after that player. Uh, but you know, I just think it's so risky to do something like that, Walker. Well, yeah, and the the thing now though is, and look, this comes from benefiting from the uh, the rise from the New Orleans Pelicans, barely getting into the playoffs, but you get that first round pick because of that trade that you made for Devonte Graham, and so they sneak in. You get that first round pick. And remember, if they wouldn't have won, if New Orleans wouldn't have won in the play-in tournament, then that first round pick, it's not one of these things where the protection lightens up and then conveys. Like it was either, <clears throat> it was a make or break year for that. It was going to convey into a couple of second rounders and you wouldn't have had that first rounder. So they do, they literally get the best situation possible by getting that 15th overall selection. You have something to play with there. Can you use one of those first round selections as a sweetener for any deal you want to make and then use the other one on a potential fall for Mark Williams? I, I don't know. I mean, 13 is kind of where, I mean, he's been mocked to the Hornets a lot. I could see him rising up because of his standing reach, because of his mobility as well. His improvement defensively was, I mean, crazy impressive last year. I, that would be a home run to me. You know, using one of those first round picks to sweeten any deal to get off of cap, you know, bring in somebody, I don't know who, but then also be able to get a Mark Williams. That's one scenario. And, and Doug, how expendable is Kai Jones right now? Because like, we're kind of in a, we don't have a whole lot of time to wait for people to come aboard or, you know, to, to get it figured out. And if Kai was always going to be a long-term project, Mark Williams could be a project and still not be as long-term as Kai Jones. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, you know, do you pick one? I just, the, the Kai Jones you're wrinkle just, into man, this you're, is you're interesting like David, too. You're just throwing out, you're just I'm sorry. and just I'm throwing sorry. out lots of ideas. Hey, uh, before we go, should we, should we do it? Should we do it? Should we sim the lottery? <laughs> of course you were going to do this. Yes. And I knew yes. even with a haphazard show, I knew you were going to have like, you have this in your holster at all times. And here you are bringing it out yes. once again. It's the one thing that I'm <laughs> capable of doing for Dallas is I've got, I've always got the 2022 yes. NBA draft lottery simulator. Thanks to Tankathon. All right. Are we ready? Drum roll. Boop, 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 boop. So quick up oh, the Hornets didn't get lucky. 13, See, the, prob 15. the problem is that you already moved so far up in the draft. I think we got the number three pick, number two or something like that. And now we've got so much time left. You know, we've already struck gold. So 18 days, eight hours, 45 minutes, six seconds. Five that's seconds, actually a lot. Seconds. It's actually not that much time. I didn't realize it was that close. You know, it's crazy, crazy how fast this moves. Yeah, I like the idea of Doug waking up and before he leaves the house. Okay, wallet, keys. Mock draft simulator. All right, we're good. Now we can be ready for the day. Uh, here's something interesting. If you go uh, uh, go Mark Williams and Walker Kessler, how about that? I mean, I'm Just, not a huge Kessler fan. Obviously, I'm a Carolina fan, so he, he sort of uh, betrayed yeah. uh, my fandom there. But, I mean, add a couple of seven-footers. One, uh, I mean, I feel like Kessler might be a, a little bit – I've got. I've still got to do my draft research. But just from my base – amount of knowledge i feel like kessler's a little bit more skilled offensively maybe right i don't think mark so williams? I, right, well. I mean well i mean mark williams i yeah mark williams is a good rim runner like he's got touch he's actually a pretty good free throw 
uh, shooter. He shot 75% this past season. Now he didn't hit, you know, the free throws that mattered in the North Carolina game in the final four, but he still is a pretty good free throw shooter. So maybe there's something to work with there. Um, point yeah. is you got options. Well, you what's got funny, options, but the problem is though, like uh, then, okay. So <laughs> then you have Kai Jones, Nick Richards, Walker Kessler, uh, Mark Williams, you just traded Verdon Carey. I mean, we're at some point it's got to hit. If you just want to play the numbers game, that's, that's what Mitch Kupchak or the Charlotte Hornets would be doing in that scenario. All right. That'll do it. Fun Friday. Thanks to David Walker for joining us. Thanks to you guys for joining us on this edition, making us your first listen. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Have a great weekend, maybe an NFL draft weekend. We'll be back on Monday to continue our player capsules.